Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. Uh, we're going through the Gospel of John. So let's go to chapter 1 and just read through what we looked at the last time. Then we'll press on. We saw beginning with verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. So what have we learned about the Word? We have learned that the Word was with God. We've learned that the Word was God. We have learned that in the beginning... He was with God. We learned that all things came into being through him. We learned that we learned that apart from him, that nothing has come into being that has come into being. <laughs> okay? Nothing was created. Now, verse 4, let's press on. In him, so this is the word, in him was life, and the light, life was the light of men. I'll tell you that I, photos is the Greek word there, the idea. Um is to shine, okay? So we see that the Word was life and that life was the light of men. So what, what have we learned about the Word? That He is the light of men. Verse 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So we see that uh, John in his writing, led by the Holy Spirit, is somewhat, uh, well, what's the word right here, ethereal? That may not be the right word. But very, very picturesque in some things. You have these juxtapositions between light and darkness. And if this is the light of men and the word is the light of men, then you see that the word is God. So therefore, we know that God is what? The light of men. Yeah. But it's not God the Father, apparently, because it hasn't used that terminology yet. But we will see that as we go along. So he says that this light shines in the darkness, but the darkness did not comprehend it. And you say, well, what's the darkness? Well, when you look at the, the fullness of everything we'll look at, the darkness is the world, and the darkness of the world, particularly uh, the Jewish people, that the darkness, when Jesus came as the light to his people, that they rejected it. Now, verse 6, There came a man sent from God whose name was John. Okay, so we find out that there's a guy sent, and immediately you go, oh, okay, okay. Uh, this book is called John. There comes a man sent from God named John. It must be the same one. Well, that's, you know, I can understand why you'd say that. But when you read, you find that it's not. It's a different John. But what do we learn about this John? First of all, he's a man. He's sent from God. And he comes. Okay, he comes forth. Now, you learn a lot more about him when you read the other Gospels. Okay, we actually talked about that in previous episodes about him. Verse 7, he came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. So this John comes. He's sent from God. God is the one that has sent him forth on this. He came as a witness. What does a witness do? <clears throat> yeah, a witness testifies. So that's what it says. What's he testifying to? <clears throat> He's testifying about the light. Well, which light? What we'd seen earlier, the light that is the word, the light of men. He's been sent to testify him. Well, why? So that all might believe through him. 
so that all might believe and understand through what John says, okay? Now, verse 8 immediately says, he was not the light. And you see this because this John right here is the one that we call John the Baptist. And John the Baptist testifies repeatedly that he's not the light, but he came to testify about the light. And John the Baptist is the one that we see in the birth narratives. You know, when Jesus is born, how Elizabeth and Zacharias have a son, they called him John. That's this John right here. And how he testified that, no, no, I'm not the one that's the light. I'm the one that's been sent to testify about the light. He was related to Jesus in some form. Uh, sometimes people call them cousins. They might have been second cousins, third cousins, something like that. There was some type of family relationship. And he was just three months older than Jesus. He did not know who the light was when he began, when he began testifying. And the testifying came in the form of calling for the people to repent and baptizing the people unto repentance. In other words, they're saying, we repent, we repent. And it was really in anticipation of the light coming, the Messiah coming, the Christ coming, the one they were expecting. So again, verse 8, he was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. Verse 9, there was the true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. Now, really interesting passage because it, it goes back now and it's talking about this one who's the word, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he's the true light. And he came into the world and it says he enlightens every man. So does that mean that every man is saved? No, that's not what it's saying at all. It means that every man that reaches out to him, every man uh, that encounters him will be enlightened, but the men have to respond to the calling. The men, that wonderful uh, thing, uh, divine, the parallel doctrines of the, the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man, okay? The ones that believe, he definitely enlightens every man. And then it tells us he was in the world and the world was made through him. So that goes back to what we saw earlier, that he's the one that spoke everything into existence. Okay, this is the Lord Jesus Christ. The world was made through him, but the world did not know him. And the world didn't know him because of sin, because of everything we see in the Old Testament of what happened when man, Adam and Eve, rebelled against God and how that came about, what happened and what we see in the natural here in the earth and what happened within the heavenly realms. Now, verse 11, let me just read this real quick and then we'll be done today and we'll pick it up here the next time. He came to his own and those who were his own did not receive him. So he came to his own people. He came to the Jewish people. Sometimes we forget that Jesus was Jewish, okay? He came to his Jewish people. He came as the promised one, the one that all the prophets had been speaking of, the one that the people had anticipated for generations, for hundreds of years, for thousands of years. They'd anticipated this one. But when he came, they did not receive him. Remember the purpose of why John wrote this gospel, wrote this letter, wrote this account. It was that in seeing the signs that Jesus did, that you would believe, that you would believe that he's the Son of God, that you would believe that he's the Christ, and that in that believing that you would have life. He came to his very own first, and those who were his own did not receive him. 
Yeah, that is sort of a downy kind of thing. Now, the next verse, which we'll pick up next time, starts with the word, but. So there's something there, right? But just keep that in mind, that Jesus, he is the light of man. He is the light of the world. He's the one who made the world, and he literally stepped into the world to come beginning with his own. And at the very beginning, his own rejected him. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.